one for two, as I should say, with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Net- Network. I am co-hosting uh, the Stump Show and Table for Two. We made a mashup of our super shows. Sized. A super-sized edition. Uh, if you want to catch yesterday's edition, which we did uh, on the Stump Show, which played during the Stump Show time slot, which was Thursday at... 1 o'clock. 1 o'clock p.m. Uh, you can catch it on our archives on nachamsegel.com or on our app. Correct. Or on our archives or anyway, uh, even on iTunes. But right? really, they but, should watch the video at nachamsegel.com. Because we had so much fun uh, our first hour and we're going to have so much fun our second hour. For those who were tuning in for the first time, this is it's like Woodmere. <laughs> this is table for two stunt for t- stunt for two uh, with Naomi Nachman and I'm Naomi Nachman. Uh, our show is sponsored by Abels and Hyman and the whole uh, stunt for two is being sponsored by our friend Cedar Market out here in Teaneck, New Jersey. It's a beautiful, actually Sunday morning, the Sunday, one week after Pesach and uh, we are having a Prince have gotten a better day weather-wise. Yeah, I'm very happy. I was a bit chilly this morning when I got here and it's been and then the sun. Probably gorgeous. get tan later. So my yeah, tan I, I hope so. I'm still recovering from my Florida tan <laughs> from Pesach at Ram. A big shout out to Dobby Waxler who's been listening to our show. He said to me on Shula Shabbat, I always listen to your show. I want to hear my name. So Dobby Waxler, here's your name. Okay, there Good you go. shout out. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening. Okay. And to all our listeners and to all our sponsors right here uh, in your backyard in, in Teaneck, New Jersey. We're having a blast. Okay. So what we did at the end of the first hour of the show was yep. we cooked a, uh, a shoulder cut, cut lens broil, and we had it sitting and marinate for a few hours with pesto. We cleaned off the steak, and then we put it on the grill. It cooked for about 20, 25 minutes. It's been sitting for about 10 minutes. We put a little bit of pesto on before we took it, um, before we took it off the grill, and it's been sitting out now for 10 minutes. And now we can get the drum roll and see what it tastes like. Yeah, so this is stage two. You had to actually tune into our show today. A table for two. Stunt for two. Okay, we wanted it nice and rare. Okay, I should maybe. I'm right handed. The camera's on the left and I'm. ah. Okay, we got a nice little bit going here. A little bit of color. Look at that. Cutting right. That's a good color. Look at that. The juices. Look how juicy that is. This is. Look at that. You can hire me out for all kinds of parties. I'm available. Bro. Yeah. We're a good team, Mark. We're, we're a go. good team. But teams eat together. So That's now we need to eat. I'm going to slice this gorgeous piece of meat up. Where's the beer, Jay? Yeah, Where's the beer? Jay, come on up, mate. That is a dark My beer. gosh, look at that. Oh, look at that's that. Like, that that's looks like, like Coke. Yeah. <laughs> can you explain a little the difference between light ale and dark Sure, 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 sure. So dark ales are fermented longer, more hoppier. This particular is not an ale. This is actually a uh, a lager. A lager. What? What? Did, oh, yeah. We spoke about the difference. lager. Is is you know fermenting at the bottom, and and the reason uh, we picked this one is because you're talking about the richest meat that you've got here so far. Yes. Right. So, so you want far. something so far. So you want something that's very rich, very flavorful, very complex. You know, something that'll stand up to the meat. So here you go. Okay, something that's going to stand up to me. Okay, that's Mark's. Here and this is my bit. This is a dark, a dark ale. Yeah, no, it's a dark uh, lager. Actually. A dark lager. That sounds so funny for me, even with my accent. Dark, That's how it should dark sound. Dark and by the way, dark and by the way, lager. this is the uh, first one we had was made in California. The second one we had was made in Vermont. The third one we had was uh, is now is is this. It's also it also comes from California. This smells divine. I'm sorry, this comes from Vermont. And it smells really it's good. seven over seven percent alcohol. 
Okay, so it's oh, a much it stronger. Oh, great, what yeah. Was, should I move all this? Knife. That's a knife for you guys on the Ooh. set. Be very careful. But you have to eat, you have to drink this with a little bit of meat. Okay, so let's. Okay. Well, we, we can do that, right? Okay. Yes. okay. I'm dead. just going to cut this in half. See, um, oh man, that looks great. Different sizes of meats have different, you know, um, cooking temperatures. Look how. So this one is on the rarest. You know, you know what I love about that? Look how it's cutting beautifully. It's cutting beautifully. Which means what? that it must be a tender piece of meat. Tender I guess. piece of meat here, Jay. That's for you. Okay, I'm going to just take that. Okay. Here we go. So take a little bite and a little bit of beer. Okay, we can do that. Mm. Mm. Very good. Mm. Someone has to talk. <laughs> taste it. No, no one has to talk. Okay, this is delicious. <laughs> so you hear you it, the the pesto does not overwhelm no. the meat. It's just a nice little crusty. You know, now what we do you think, the Jay? beer. What do you think of the meat? The meat is great. I think the meat is I think the beer is a little bit richer. Than the meat. Than the meat. Uh-huh. I think it's a little bit richer than the meat. I'm, I'm having another piece. Mm. Okay. It's still very good. Mm. Very, very, very good. Try that. That's very soft there. I got the end, so there's I'm a little bit of connective tissue here. I'm pointing to Mark to take a very tender here. piece. What have you got mm. there, Jay? Do you a little like bit your... of connective tissue. Okay, so we can give you more of the nice soft from the middle. I learned that a long time ago, the word connective tissue. Here, there you mm, go, my great. friend. One nice oh, juicy piece. Oh, that looks piece. good. Let's pass that you around. Give some to everybody else. Yeah, can we cut that up and we're going to yeah. pass that around to all our friends and family that are here today? And boy, you know, this comes from Cedar Market, right? Yes. This is Cedar Market. Guys, you do a heck of a job. My goodness. Well done. This is really lovely. And you know, when mm. we put on wings that were all clean, they do a great job of. Even their chicken wings are beautiful and clean. You mean I don't have to pick the. The feathers off. Ah. I don't have to pick the feathers out of my teeth. You know, I, no. quick, story, oh, yuck. quick story. Not at Cedar, my, right? My grandfather, no my yeah. grandfather was on the original OU-Katras committee uh -huh. back in the day with Rabbi Rosenberg. And at one point in the early 60s, Purdue wanted to make a, one of their plans in Maine kosher. Really? So my grandfather, who grew up in Maine, went up and walked them through what they would have to change in the plant to become kosher. And when they finished the tour, they said, oh, no wonder kosher meat costs so much money. And one of the things was the way they clean the chickens is right after they kill them, they dip them in boiling water, the feathers come right off. Mm. Once the chicken is salted, it's much, much harder to clean. Uh -huh. Okay, that's a very interesting Oh, you mean in, in trafe they dip it in? Correct. In trafe they dip in a boiling water. In kosher, you can't. Oh, okay. Right, because we have to salt it right away, oh, right? right, right. Okay, wait, before we give it to everybody else. Before we give it to everyone here, what is You know is what? I'm up warming to? up to the... I just want to keep... To the match now. Right, you, you weren't uh, yeah. so into it in the beginning. And you I know what? I think that has to do with the flavor... <laughs> The, he has our back. He has the our flavor back. of the meat is actually coming out. I, I, I get. Yeah, it was delicious. I kind of. Oh, like, I don't really. To like be honest, I don't get continues. the whole pairing. Thing. Oh, uh, oh, everything tastes better with wine, whether it's uh, cheese and wine, or or uh, charcuterie and wine, or beer. Mm. It's they both enhance each other. Um, I thought that's great. My tongue is tickling from yeah. the from I the took meat the and the ribs beer. Off the fire, by the way. Okay, so Mark's taken off our Korean ribs. We just right before the show ended. I made a quick marinade of um, Korean short ribs. I took some soy sauce, um, some sugar, some mirin, which is Japanese cooking wine, rice wine vinegar, uh, garlic and ginger. Got everything at Cedar Mark. It was such a pleasure. Marinated for a couple of hours in the fridge, brought it to room temperature, and then marked mm -hmm. it on the grill because we wanted people from part one's Tomorrow. done show to tune into table for two right now here on, well, you're that, listening those to are it the on ones Friday that were in morning. The pan. Those are the ones in the pan. Okay, we did it two different ways. Mark had a cast iron skillet, which is a seasoned skillet, and we'll talk a little bit more about seasoned skillets. We have touched on that 
with chef recliner Joy of Kosher about season season skillets. But Mark has a season skillet on the grill, so he's getting a shot of that. Um, but um, and then we get a whole bunch directly on the grill. So what has come off the grill now is is the ones that were on in the skillet. So I'm gonna Mark, I can slice right into that. Okay. You don't want to wait a few minutes, don't you? It was um, sitting on top of the fire. It was sitting on top, so it's rested. It's had oh my gosh, I can't wait. I'm so excited. Okay, that one. I'm so excited, and I also get to taste the last beer, too. Oh, that is great. So why don't we talk about the last beer while this okay, takes so another this minute? Is, this okay, is so the, the last beer. I'm going to give this another this couple of pen. minutes. Adam. These have lines on them. Okay, grill marks. All, I love you, grill marks, by the way. Can we get Adam up here, and let's thank him for Adam being our our beer guy. Not like an 18 year Adam, come on over here. Come on over here. Come on over here. Come on over here. Thank you very much for opening up all these beers. And he did a lot of the research, helped me with a lot of the research about the beer, so thank you very much. This last beer, this last beer is going with the ribs. Now, now the Korean ribs are very rich, right? Correct. Flanken is heavy. And Flanken is heavy. It's, 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 um, it's oily because it's got natural fats to it, right? Yeah, and, and fat is flavor. And, and flat is flavor. And what did you cover it with? Uh, we had a marinade of Korean Amazing. style. Amazing. So, so this got to be. This is a sweeter, richer kind of thing. This is made from an English style bitter, an English style bitter, which means let's get a, a fresh glasses. Okay. Whoops. So this is like darker than the first two beers, but lighter than that dark beer here. Okay. Well, actually, that's my glass. So, you know. Clean glass for me. What, Can we, we get one, one more glass? glass? There's one more glass right here. I think. Oh, we've glass. got it. There we go. Thank, Thank you. you, Adam. Okay. Well, it's it's an English-style bitter. This is also down. a lighter. I mean, it's interesting. It's lighter in alcohol, but it should be more complex and interesting. It's not as dark. It smells wonderful. It smells nice, yeah. Okay, let's try this. There's also a little taste at the end. Mm, ah, it's got like a little sweetness it's, almost, yeah. right? It's almost like, like a, a dessert creamy, beer. Right, it's like a creamy sweetness to it, which hopefully will go with some of the sweetness that you're getting from the ribs, right? Exactly, How's the meat? exactly. And you know what I think this would also be good with? And uh, when we do our pineapple, we're gonna have, huh? we're gonna be doing some fruit. Meat. We're gonna, we're gonna be doing some fruit um, and vegetables, vegetables on the grill, and correct. I think this would be really nice. I think that would like the two sweetnesses together would actually work together. Sometimes you want a little bit of opposites attract, but this is working well together. And I'm going to get in trouble if I don't do this, so I have to. Please. I'm going to mention three wines. Oh, good. Okay. I don't have the wines here, but Can I'm going to mention three wines that are great for okay. barbecue. A wide range of flavors and people's tastes will it, it will satisfy. Okay. And that is Baron Herzog Chenin Blanc, little mm. little off dry. Little sweet, but not that sweet. Got good acidity, so that would be good with your fruits and your chickens and uh, marinades of whiter, lighter meats with some sweetness to it. Uh, red Zinfandel, oh, very yummy. rich, very thick, very old vines, lot, lots of, of strong flavors, and finally uh, a Russian River Chardonnay, which is a really great bottle of white wine. So. You actually send that to me at the Pesach Hotel, uh, where well, we right, did a wine right. and cheese pairing with that, with the natural and kosher cheeses, and they were delicious. Good. So there you go. So there, these are some of the beers. My suggestion is if you want to pair a great beer with some barbecue, go to a store that knows its beers, and they'll tell you what to do. Okay. But so. remember, they have to be in balance. You try Does not... Leo have beers? What? Does Leo have beers? Yeah, I, 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 I think Leo, so. Right? But it has right, to, yeah, it has to be in so balance. You know, one should not overpower the other. And again... Baron Herzog Red Zinfandel, Baron Herzog Chenin Blanc, or Russian River Chardonnay. So. Okay.
Great. I love, Enjoy, I love to been, drink. This has been I, a lot of fun. This is great. Well, my part is over, time. but I'm going to stick around to yeah, taste yeah, all yeah, this. Yeah, you're going to eat. You're not oh, going you anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. As we're cutting the meat, we should bring back Yossi into the... Yeah, Yossi, come on back. Into table for two. Thank you. Yes, he's full. Yes, he's full. Yeah, you can take the sweatshirt off. The sunshine. They do is have shiny. pretty good clothes over there at like Cedar Market. I love the black shirts. I'm, uh, you know, the black and red we shirts are pretty nice. We need sunscreen now, right? I put on some <laughs> some in the morning. Don't worry. Yeah, no, and I also have a little. Right. But I, the weather is really beautiful. Uh, we have a lovely day out here in Teaneck. You can see my tan line. Thank you, Yossi Holliday, for sponsoring much. our show today. How, how tender was that shoulder? That was Mark? good. That was and that's good. the shoulder which we said earlier in the show, which is a, a tough. tougher piece of meat, but. Mark cooked beautifully well with Naomi's help overlooking his shoulder. It's over, literally, literally, <laughs> literally over his shoulder for the shoulder. But the, the key is with the shoulder cut is not to overcook it because then Correct. it becomes very tough. That's why this thermometer is magic. I also think that that meat shot this morning would have been tougher than it would have been Friday night. Absolutely. Once you put something like that on back on the block, it's... I don't put on the block. I don't put on the block. I put it in a Ziploc bag. I sliced it Shabbos morning on a cutting board just like oh, this. Oh, very nice. Um, Interesting. Finger, and I put it on a nice white. You see a lot of our dishes here, our serving pieces. are uh, These are mine, mine from my house. And I put it on my, on my white serving dishes. Or your dishes pop when you serve it on white dishes. And by the way, big shout out to not only the meat from Cedar Market, but the meat from Abel's and Hyman. Eight hot dog rolls at the beginning of the show. Eight hot dog rolls still there. No one needs the hot dog rolls. We to just eat the, need hot, the dogs. hot dogs. It's the <laughs> right. hot dogs themselves are so awesome. I have to tell you, the way you cooked it with, in the pans here, the hot dogs, yeah. it keeps the moisture into the yes. hot dog because it doesn't let the moisture drain into the grill. Correct. And it's soft like butter. Those those hot dogs were tender. That's very really good. Cool. Very good quality on the hot dogs. Preps. Yeah, and, and it was nice that we learned how to do a different style of just right. throwing them on the grill to put a, your pan onto the grill, which keeps our hot dogs nice and moist. So, you know, I serve my shoulder cut, sliced, Shabbos morning at room temperature. Do not put it back on the grill, on the blech, because the blech does overheat it. Yeah. We do not want that. And it's really delicious. Um, just, you know, Absolutely. As, as a nice roast, piece of roast for Shabbos day. Especially the summertime, I do a lot of grilled vegetables. Oh, vegetables on I the love grill. grilling vegetables for Shabbos day. Okay, so I think it might be time to cut into our flanken, and we're going to I mean, they're they're they're, they're talking to me those those flankens. I know, right? This it looks so amazing. Eat me, eat me. Okay, so this is our one from the cast iron pan, and I'm dying to try the difference because. Okay, should I move my glasses? Okay, I'm going to just slide these over. Okay, so this is on. I'm actually giving everybody a bone. I love to make ribs all different kinds of ways. Um, so right so now, now these these are flanken ribs that we're giving cross cut that actually cut thick as a first cut flanken. Um, we also have items that are uh, short ribs which are single bones individual, okay. or we have them as uh, as spare ribs as well. But it's all different, basically the same piece of meat, just, just cut, cut into di- like angles, four or five right? different angles. I love that. Um, if you like them cut and then you cut them yourself into little pieces, that's what this option is here. Okay. All right, so um, to be honest, I'm not a big short rib fan. Really? So this will be okay, a big we're taste. gonna we're gonna see. He's gonna be one hopefully after this. Okay. So short ribs, there's there's two types of flanken out there. There's a three bone and a five bone flanken. They they both come from the truck, just different areas of of the where the meat is, the cow. Um, the short rib that you'd usually hear and uh, order is coming from the three bone flanken which is a lot meatier and thicker flanken. This is the five-bone flanken, which we have here, that most people are usually putting in their 
and they're chulent mm-hmm. or they're braising it. They're they're usually braising something like this. They come thin. They call Miami ribs. I don't know if yeah. you've seen that. Which so, is cooking it low and slow. Right. So, so I've cut three uh, pieces, one for each of us, the three of us up in, then we're going to pass it around. Okay. So this is the grilled one. This is the pan one. Yeah, okay. So here is our grilled one. I'm going to grab a fork. On mm. camera, so you I can't can use your hands. Fingers. Don't worry. Because wow. everyone's watching. I think in this mm. case, the grilled one might be a little better. Oh, that's mm. good. That's the I know that this is. is the, this is the grilled one. Yeah, the grilled one has a little more crust on it. Mm, it's delicious. Okay. I actually mm. want to switch pieces. I don't want to. I want to have this one. Okay. I'm trying a, a piece that was on the cast iron. It has a little bit of a different way to to, to cook it. It looks a little I different. So on, on the grilled one, it kind of sears in the meat, and when you, once you you pass the crust on the outside, you get the texture of the soft and tender meat on the inside. Whereas this is just even. Even texture throughout the entire piece and of even, meat. Yeah, even, even very much even right. texture. Even texture. It's missing the little bit of, as you said, the crust. The crust, right. right. But I love it too. I love it. And I like to lick the bone. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's my favorite part. Why don't we cut it up for everybody okay, else? Okay, let's cut that up. Okay, that was really delicious. Um, Flunkin, I also happen to put flunkin in my chicken soup. Really? Yeah, just well, make it. It's chicken soup, is it? <laughs> it's chicken soup with one strip of flunkin. Um, which I absolutely love, and I, I take, um, I make a yapsic quite often uh, when yaps- I don't want to make a yapsic, challenge. What's a yapsic? A yapsic is we an overnight. We have to teach the Tina crowd what a yapsic oh, is. Oh, really? Okay, so. <laughs> I'm it- still getting used to the pastrami cuddle. <laughs> <laughs> you like okay. a pastrami cuddle? Oh my god! So we oh, actually good. have yapsic in Cedar Market. You do? Yes, we do. It's basically potato cuddle with infused, at the bottom. infused with beef. And uh, oh, just cooked Rochelle overnight. Oh, Rochelle made it for on Pesach. It cooked overnight. It's right. Like a it's the Pesach challenge. It's the Pesach challenge. Matzo balls. Matzo balls. Oh, oh my gosh. She put matzo balls into her yapsik. Wow. I kind of like that option. That's very interesting. I've actually done that with uh, Seth. Uh, Abels and Hyman has a kishka, and I've actually put it in the uh, in the yapsik. My, my kids are not kishka people, so only I ate it. <laughs> it was very good. Oh, um, I like things that only I eat. <laughs> um, but what I do is I take uh, two strips of flunk and I put it at the bottom, say, of a 9 by 13 pan, just like this foil one. one. And then I take my potato kugel batter. I pour my potato kugel batter over my gorgeous pieces of flunk. I cook it for one and a half hours before Shabbos. I put it in the fridge once, once it's cooled. And right before Shabbos, I take about a half a cup of water. I pour it over the yapsik. I cover it tightly and I put it in the oven right before lichtbenching at 200 degrees. Mm-hmm. And I take it out Shabbos morning. It is soft and moist and delicious and meaty and flavorful and all those good things. I actually have a a recipe on my blog at theaussiegourmet.com. We're passing around some meat. So you can go to theaussiegourmet.com and get my yapsik recipe. Um, It's really delicious. It's very good. good. Mark, you left all the best parts for us over here, the little bones with the meat on it. This is great. See this little bony piece here? You kind of just like eat around. This is not a talk show. I think they're this in, is an I eat think in this show. case. Oh. I, think, I, I want think some of that case, beer. Uh, Ma, uh, Jay, where's that la- last beer? Jay, did yeah. you have this? Jay, did you have this last piece of flunk and meat? No. No, you have to have Tom, it. Tom, we have to give Jay. I would like your we thoughts. Have it in I would like. I would like Jay's thoughts on the beer and the flunk and together. Give him, I'll give him a piece. Yeah, oh. please. This is go, so Jay. amazing. Mm. Okay. okay, Jay, give us your thoughts. You got to hold the bone and just. Yeah. Yeah. This is like literally. Um, that's actually good. These could be pass around. Oh, you oh, could absolutely. slice it up like that. Put a toothpick in it, and you could have a nice pass around at a barbecue. Nothing like a flunk and barbecue. Oh, you see now this. 
this spectacular. Wow, what okay, a perfect. Can, can I have a glass? Can we get, Adam, <laughs> can we get some more? Do we have another beer yeah. and glass? Because I would like to try that together. That combination is crazy. Okay, was this mine? Sure. No, that's no, the you dark one. You, you want the, the um, no, I, you want I can the just dark one. Right? Here, Adam has it. Okay, great. Yeah. No. The Honker's Ale. Okay, so this, which is the ale? Can we Give just talk Honkers about, ale? it's very important, Jane, especially while we have a camera here. Goose talk Island, about, Goose Island, Talk Honkers about ale. pouring beer. You can't just open a beer and pour it in. There's Goose a bit Island. of an yeah. art form oh, to here. pouring beer. You don't want a big fluffy white head? Okay, so now I'm having... Goose Island Honkers Ale. Uh, Goose Island Honkers Ale. It's a bitters. Okay. Okay. okay, so it's got some... What does bitters mean? Bitters means it's it's a, a British way of making beer that gives it a little bit more kick, a little bit more bitterness, but this one is, is actually balanced with a sweetness from the yeah, hops. Yeah, which I like. My dad likes really delicious. bitters. I always found it too strong, but mm. I like the sweetness of it. Okay, oh, yeah. together. Can you, okay. like, dip the rib in the beer? Mm, I don't know. Oh, you know what we do in Australia? Can we get some hot dogs on the grill? You know what sure. we do in Australia? We pour the beer over the hot dogs. Okay. Let's do that. Let's yeah, play let's, beer braise hot. Let's do that. Let's, let's do it in the grill pan. Can we do that in the grill pan? Goose Island. Here? You can't use doing them in the grill pan. Oh. Okay, we're going to get a grill pan going. We're going to nice and hot. We're going to throw in some bangers. Bangers is what we call a sausages in Australia or hot dogs. Dallas point. Um, bangers Sculpin. and snags, and we're going to put it in our uh, cast iron pan. Oh, we've got to look. Okay. No, it's, fine. it's good, and we're going to throw some on, and then we're going to toss some. I want a really strong. What would be a really strong beer flavor to add into that? What would go really well? Ballast point. Okay. Not the heavy light, the black one? No, I think. Okay. Let's cook. Oh, I love that. We got that in. Okay, Seth, so do you want to come and have a look? barbecue sauce in there. Oh, that's okay. That's you know okay what? Too. The more flavors, the better. Yeah. Now, you think on your feet with cooking, and like we just thought of this now, to throw in some of our delicious beer with some hot dogs. We're going to poach. We're literally poaching. Adam, our, whoa, we're poaching our hot dogs yeah, in beer. That is a great technique in a cast iron yeah. pan. A new recipe is born right here. And that's how new recipes are born. Right, right on the spot. Put a couple hungry guys and a woman together. <laughs> we, get, we get a recipe. <laughs> and the big, ca big carnivore over here. I have to tell you. It's what, my hashtag, what carnivore. What you're doing here is amazing. We, um, we have to remember we have chicken. So we, we have chicken. Next. Mark and I are going to have a cook-off. So stay tuned. We got, we've got that. Um, you know what's interesting? We're going to have our side, bangers, our bangers uh, in beer. Um, Mark and I are going to be talking about and then doing our own little cook-off here. So let's get um, the chicken going. We've got chicken. We have two. We have dark chicken, dark chicken cutlet bottoms. Right here. And chicken breast tops. And how did you prepare them? So what I did was we're using the same marinade, but we we prepared the chicken beforehand in different ways. I just threw in some my frozen cubes of garlic that I got the at the market, and I did some honey. Yep. Yeah, okay. Some honey. Uh, teriyaki sauce. If you don't have teriyaki sauce, you can use soy sauce. A little olive oil. Um, I think that was it. Honey, teriyaki sauce, garlic, a little olive oil if you need it. If you need to thicken it out. Okay, I'm going to just put on some gloves. Mark, do you want to put, put on, on the some gloves? 
because when you touch raw chicken and then we don't want to spread all that raw chicken around because we've got uh, a lot of cooked meats going on up here. Okay, and we're just going to leave our bangers and beer on there. Okay, so this looks fantastic. This is the dark meat chicken cutlets. This is my newest um, favorite uh, poultry to cook. Um, I find that it doesn't dry out. You can also do the same thing. Put it line a sheet, uh, cookie sheet with parchment paper, and just bake it or on convection roast 400 degrees for about 15, 20 minutes. They've really moist, succulent um, uh, chicken cutlet bottoms. And when Mark and I were preparing the show on Friday afternoon, I left them in the oven for too long. They got a little too dark, and they were even more delicious. So you cannot okay. mess this Let's recipe up. Put three up. or four of them on. So we okay. Have for the other okay. Chicken. I'm going to put them here. Put them in the further back, so we have them for the Okay. Popcorn. All right. You ready for the sizzle? We're doing chicken. Well, I'm going to throw that mustard in the back. Okay. This has been marinating for a little bit. Okay. This is our dark meat chicken cutlet. We're going to grill the rest up for everyone else. And Mark, what have you got in here? So what I did was I just took um, chicken, the chicken cutlets we got from Cedar Market this morning. Yeah. I put them in water. Why did you with, put them in water? Because I wanted them to get full of water and plump. It's a, it's a, it's a brine, I guess it's called. Another great way of making moist cutlets. Water, salt, a little um, soy sauce. I guess it has some acidity or not. And then we're just going to put these on the grill. This actually fundamentally different for those people who have grilled chicken before the chicken gets the grilled chicken tends to get very dry yeah you'll see what happens that's here. why i use and the bottom nothing on it right now just like with the meat there's nothing on it these are plain white out of the box chicken cutlets okay wow not even not even thinned out nothing, nothing. three different big pieces of uh three different sizes of colors oh, i forgot to spray the them i forgot the to spray size. them but okay we have a I like to just straighten that out there. Can you so go rinse Cooking evenly is really important. You don't want one side to be rare and one side to be burnt. Okay. And okay. now we're watching this. And now we can go on to the next conversation while these things are cooking. Okay. So he's checked. I just checked. wanted to get this set up. This is going to take a little while to cook because the pan was cool. And, okay. Um, and it's obviously cooking in the beer, which was cold. It's going to take a little bit longer to cook. And they're not going to get as done looking as the other hot dogs because okay. they're being cooked in a liquid. Okay, so the, the bangers and snags have been cooking in our coating liquid, which is beer. Okay, we've got our two different kinds of chicken cutlets. We've got the tops, otherwise known as chicken breasts, and we've got the bottoms, which is dark meat chicken cutlet, all prepared at the Cedar Market we supermarket. Also call them pargiot, that's oh, pargiot, that is correct. That's what, how they're known in Israel. Okay, so we're going to let that cook up a little bit. Okay, and now we can go on and prepare the next thing. I just, okay. we're going to do. Maybe the fruit comes the next fruit? because it's going to take a little longer to prepare. Okay. So, okay, I'm just grabbing my uh, peaches. I love to grill fruit. Oh, thank you very much, sir. I love to grill fruit on the barbecue. It's such a nice uh, finishing touch to uh, a barbecue, especially, uh, say, shovel white you have in company and you are grilling. Um, now... We want to talk a little bit about grilling on Shavuot. Well, oh, I that's a good down. idea. I also want to talk about well, the I'm fact that this is the table for two on the Nachum Siegel Network. Right. And I figured I would mention that halfway through the show. And our show is sponsored by Abel's and Hyman. We and taste. Come on. Uh, Levitt, uh, let's go. We taste. Okay. And, the and the Levitt family joining us here. And the Stunt for Two, um, uh, sponsored by Cedar Market. Thank you, Yossi Hollander, for joining us today. Thank you, Yossi. And thanks, uh, Jay Booksbaum. Friday morning music marathon. Well, not only morning anymore. Now it's a full day Friday. It happens not to 8 o'clock. I know. I know, Especially right? sponsored by 
um, Kenan. By the way, I get so many compliments about that music marathon on Friday. That people listen more than the rest of the week. It's yeah, great. I go to clients' houses to deliver food to deliver food on Friday, right. and the like. I, I hear like music going from our network. I'm like, yeah, that's my network. <laughs> I'm very proud. Okay, so I'm just cutting up a pineapple. Um, you can buy a pineapple at your local fruit store. Cedar Market carries pineapple. Of course, they have. And do you have cut up fruit as well? Absolutely. All, all done oh, for that's you, the which best. I love. And salad bar, finally. Salad bar, nice. Yes, big salad right bar. In the front. Thank you very much. He <laughs> had it in the back, and I told him it should be in the front, front. and now it's in the yeah, front. Actually, uh, because of Mark, it's sitting at the front now. Exactly. Okay. Very nice. I love your sushi department also. Yes. <laughs> okay, and the fish, of course. I've done some fish demos there. So I've, I'm cutting up the pineapple. People don't know how to cut pineapple, so that's why I did not get the amazing cut-up pineapple. It's very easy. Just kind of slice off the top, and I slice up the bottom, and I let it stand like that. And then I use a large serrated knife. My grandparents, when I was growing up, had a fruit business in Sydney, Australia. So watch my grandmother cut up tons of tons. Upside down, obviously. Upside down, yeah. My grandmother hung upside down while she cut the pineapple. Um, and I just kind of cut around the edges. You want to flip it around this way a little bit more so you get the angle in front of the camera? Okay, that's a great idea. And I just, whoops, oh. let's move that down. Um, I love sweet, sweet, sweet pineapple. We call it God's candy, Hashem's candy. If you put out a fruit plate in front of kids... And a candy platter, they will most certainly, at least in my house, eat the fruit and not the candy. Oh, so one of the things that we were going to talk about is um, this year, Shavuos, mm-hmm. coincides with Memorial Day. Memorial Day is a big barbecue weekend. So not a lot of people think about it as their first opportunity, but we are very big proponents of barbecuing, especially on the second day of Yom Tif. Right. So the biggest, biggest concern that people have with barbecuing on Yom Tif that you'd have to be concerned about is starting the fire and turning the fire out. So if you're going to use charcoal grill, which a lot of people would use maybe on Yom Tif, even if they wouldn't use during the year, charcoal grill goes out on its own, no problem. But certainly what you would be, what you would be concerned about in a grill like this is that you would not use the automatic starter here. You would bring an an existing flame. Like, for example, I use the long fireplace matches from an existing flame inside, and I bring it out, I turn on the gas, I light it up. It's actually a trick if you have barbecues. The first thing to go is always the starter. And if you're having problems with the starter, that's why you always have the fireplace matches around because um, you you use those to start the grill. And then if you're doing it the second day, Yumtif, you can let the you put it on low. You can let the grill sit out until after Yumtif is over outside, or if it goes out, sometimes they make cans that'll last for two hours, smaller size cans. Oh, that's a great idea. But grilling on Yumtif, especially this year, this year the second day of Swiss's Memorial Day, it's a great opportunity to um, spend some time outside. You can invite all those kids who you don't want to have in your dining room and use your dishes, <laughs> and um, it's a great opportunity to change it up for Yumtif. Yeah. And that's a great and that's a great opportunity for the London broil. We are big proponents of eating meat on Shavuos. We don't believe in all that dairy stuff. You can have cheesecake for right. Kiddish. Right? But we, um, we're, we're definitely big proponents of the... Um, because Rochelle always says, well, God then taught us about kosher. That's when we should be eating meat. So, so we're going to throw some of this gorgeous pineapple on the grill. It didn't take me too long to cut up at all. Just gonna wipe my hands, and I also have some cut-up peaches. If, if, if you have concerns, speak to your local rabbi. Yeah, L O R. Tips, but um, but really, the biggest concerns are turning on the grill, turning off the grill, and yumptif, and that you just be concerned about. Right, it, because mine is uh, because mine is connected up to the house. I just shut, put my gas on low, and then right after yumptif, I just it's go like and leaving shut your it off stove there. on. It's like leaving right. my stove on. So uh, you don't have to use all the burners if you don't want to. Obviously, you can think about it. You can practice beforehand, but we definitely yeah, recommend it. And keep it. an eye on the weather. If you know it's going to pour, 
Think well, he hasn't pulled the last couple ZK of years. ZK can pull back on the on that. We had one of the reasons why Rochelle found this house was because we have this awning outside our kitchen and dining room. So we grill four, you know, four seasons, all, all 12 months a year we grill. Okay, excellent. I love to grill. All right, now we're going to check on our chicken, and we're chicken going to check good. back on our beer uh, poaching. Uh, sorry, our hot dogs poaching in beer. That looks phenomenal. Oh, yeah, Seth, you want to come take a look? <laughs> this is so cool. Okay, well, maybe Seth should come up and try this with me. Okay, he's taking his coat off because it's so gorgeous here today. Okay. I just want to smell it. Oh, my God. It smells great. Okay. It's actually nice and plump. Yes. It's plumped up. up. They plump up in the liquid. Okay. Okay, so I've just sliced This is up. the regular hot dog. This is the regular hot dog that we poached in some beer. Okay. I'm just going to... Definitely cooked. Mm. Smell the beer. How's that beer kick? Very nice. Nice and firm. And you get that flavor. Has that beer flavor. Mm. Beautiful. And, and even though we made it on a barbecue, we made it in a pan. Mm -hmm. So it looks like you just boiled it up. Boiled really. it, yeah. Mm -hmm. But and you could always finish it off on the grill if you want. Right, exactly. <laughs> Very good. Right, your, your point, that's a good point. You can even just Do take that. it off, put it on the grill for a second. We would certainly get perfect grill marks that way. Watch this. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Maybe careful okay, my chicken. Okay. I'm just going to pour. This is what we do in Australia. A little beer on the queue. And I'd just like to remind everybody to follow us on Facebook and like us on Instagram. And do you want to announce to the Table for Two listeners what our giveaway is? Yes. We are going to be having a giveaway uh, in conjunction with your program. Uh, when you mention the at Malcolm Siegel Network as well as, well as Abel's and Hyman, on Instagram, you're going to be in the running for a package or a uh, box of assorted provisions from Abels and Hyman. So I'm going to be announcing that every show till Shavuos. So yes. We'll announce the winners, maybe the show before Shavuos, so you can get that out to them. The winners can actually grill some of the Abels and Hyman products. That's right. Hashtag but Abels and Hyman. Oops. Hashtag Abels and Hyman. And also um, tag us. Tag us as well as the hashtag. So ha uh, you want to do the at sign, Abels Hyman. And that's on Nachum Siegel net uh, of the pictures of your beautiful grilled hot dogs or any of Seth's, uh, Abel's and Hyman's fabulous products yes. here today. One of the other things which we, is not on our menu, which we didn't talk about, or we just had because we were going to serve to everybody. Great, interesting dish. Slice that you wouldn't think they would go together. I would never have thought that that went we'll together. Let's try it here. Let me bring some of feta, it here. Feta and watermelon is like a right, thing, so but here I never is saw. Sliced watermelon, sliced tomato, a little basil. Here, just take out the basil. Take a bite of it together. Okay, take a bite sure. of this together. Okay, I don't think I've made hadama yet. It's fresh. It's so different. Okay, here we go. It's fresh. It's oh, yum. You know what? If it wasn't a barbecue, I'd put feta cheese with it. Mm -hmm. Oh, yummy. And now Miriam has something to eat. Mmm. <laughs> Maybe. I thought of you for this. Oh, this is yummy. I love the saltiness right. and the right, sweetness. There's salt and pepper on top of it with the basil. It's like a mm. whole... Everything with black seeds. <laughs> mm. Oh, yum! Well, I'm not sure watermelon is yet in season. Yassi? Right, I was going to say, there was, I, I mean, I bought this. I bought it on Friday. but This is lovely. I'm sorry, but on Friday, that's what you had. 
This is so delicious. I really never... <laughs> Matt, can we put this up on the website so people yes, can sure. try this? This is absolutely delicious. CK is not going anywhere near the... <laughs> this is really oh, delicious. Uh, and we should thank Johnny from um, Johnny Shore from, uh, from Gotham Burger because he was the one who taught me how to grill. Oh, I love yes. Gotham Burger. Okay, so now I'm going to move this. We had a network dinner there. Okay, okay, that goes on the floor. Okay. And what happens if you threw cold water on it? Probably wrecks the pan, right? No, it doesn't wreck the pan, but it'll still take a long time to cool. It's not like a pan from the from the regular stove. It'll okay. cool down very quickly. So Mark is, take, Mark is taking off the hot dogs that we poached in beer, then we grilled on the grill pan and covered them in beer yet again. Okay, we're going to try that. Put it here. I want to pull one off. I want to do a taste test. I'm going to send one over to Seth. Okay. Oh, double peer punch. You got that extra. Yeah. Nobody ate from this. Can we pass this to Seth? Okay, and we'll get a camera on Seth. Tell us what you think of that. Okay, this is our (laughs) double. Right? That was twice cooked. Right, so you get it's, now it's the soft with the hard around it because we just left it on the grill. That was really lovely. Has a little texture as well as just the plumpiness from the. Okay. So we've got some pineapple that's going on the grill. I cut it up. I made like semicircles. Um, let's just grab a bit more off there. Okay, we might have just finished that. Okay, maybe we can. Yeah. Thank you. I'm sorry. There you go. Um, that was really we got some, and we got some peaches. I just I quartered up some peaches and I, can I put that right next to our chicken over here? Throw some in the pan. Throw some in the pan too. Women do not wear jewelry when you're barbecuing, even though I'm wearing a bracelet. Makes the jewelry hot and then it breaks. Okay. Gold is soft, does not like high heat. Okay, so we've got that going. Now, Mark, I noticed that you don't ever close your lid. Uh, we'll talk Can about we talk it in a second. That? Could we do a station timeout for one second? Okay, station break is over. We yeah. uh, switched the propane tank. Yeah. We didn't want to put the uh, listeners and the viewers through that, so we could have had an extra tank, we've and got... now we're uh, cooking with gas again. We're back on. We've got fire. We have yeah. fire. Okay, and we're grilling up some fruit. We're actually jumping ahead to dessert before we make some side dishes on the barbecue. Yes, you heard it, side dishes on the barbecue. Okay, we're just checking for a little bit of heat. Okay, we're good. Okay, our pagiot slash dark meat chicken cutlets ready. I see Mark has put them. Um, can we just walk over to the, to the barbecue? I want to show everyone the shelf, okay? Here, I'm going to come around, Mark. See, there's a shelf here when things are actually being finished being cooked, rather than take them away from the heat and getting completely cold, there's kind of like a shelf up here which will keep it a little bit warm. You don't want to leave it there for too long, like a London broil could overcook, but a hot dog or some dark meat chicken cutlets, some chicken could stay there very easily and uh, retain its heat. Um, we had some beautiful fruit grilling here. We added nothing to it. Um, we just cut up a beautiful sweet pineapple that we got at Sea the Market and some peaches, and we're just grilling them. I love the grill, Mark, so it makes it look so pretty. And the flavours from the barbecue actually go into the fruit, just enhancing the flavours. 
and we put some on our cast iron skillet. Mark, can we talk a little bit about cast iron skillets? Because sure. I don't know too much about it. We've touched on it Neither on, do I. on different shows. There's a lot of what? it is trial and error. Trial and error. So first of all, make sure if you're going to buy a cast iron skillet, do not buy a pre-seasoned cast iron skillet because there, there, there aren't any on the market that I've found that are kosher. So oh. they're pre-seasoned. What they do is before they send it to you, they take vegetable oil or whatever they can else and they infuse it into the pan. And the really only way to do it according to most post-skim, is to actually, at the very least, stick it in boiling water, but certainly maybe even libun with a blowtorch, which completely takes away what you need it for. So, but generally, if you're going to use a um, a pan, um, I'll just put some oil in it, rub the oil in, heat it up till the pan is pretty hot, and continue to put oil on it. And certainly afterwards, I won't really scrub it with a hard scouring power. I'll let it sit and soak a little while and just wipe it off and... You know, even like the grill. I mean, this is actually a generally a pretty clean grill. It's never going to be perfectly clean like the time you opened it. So that's sort of the, you know, so building up after a while, the right, seasoning right, that you're right. going to put on the grill. So I must say I left my grill on. I uh, forgot to shut it off for two, three days. It was on. I opened up the lid, and it was sparkling. Oh, that's it was good. Like it was white factory, hot. Factory, <laughs> that's a good idea. factory clean. So I don't recommend that you do that. But if you do leave it on for a good couple of hours, it does give it a pretty good clean, and then just wipe it down. Okay, so how is our fruit going? I see you're a little concerned about the heat. I'm a little concerned about the heat. The grill's been on for close to three hours already. So um, it seems that it's sort of, even though we have a full tank of propane, I mean, the heat is still here, but we don't have the flame that we had before. Okay, but we've got some fruit now. We're not doing big, heavy meat, so that's great. We right, can, the concern can, is the chicken to see what will happen The concern of the chicken. Okay, all right, so close let's close it. Now, let's talk about that because, you know, barbecue do have it. lids. We, I want to see why why you didn't close it. Well, um, so there are, there are different – there's barbecuing and there's grilling. Okay. And there are different things. And there's also smoking. But that's and there's also smoking. Another but story which we're not even we're, we're not about. Right, we're not getting going there. But certainly grilling is when you're dealing with a flame. So you want the flame touching the meat. Grilling is about using the 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 heat. The, the, the heat the, well, the, the heat of the flame and the flame to cook the meat. Barbecuing is more of a, I don't know, call it holistic kind of cooking. Okay. But so barbecuing way. certainly, we, what we did mostly te- technically today was grilling. Okay. We were, you know, so now I've closed the grill a little bit. So, but, but certainly what we did mostly today was grilling. Now maybe we'll, because the grill is so hot and it's the flame is not as high, um, we're we're getting a little close to barbecuing. But you're right, we're not smoking. A lot of the grills that come out now have smoking drawers where you can put smoky chips of wood there to have that little smoky flavor. But um, you know, everybody has to look. It's it's trial and error for most people. There are a lot of books. I've definitely read a lot of books about grilling. Having somebody come to your house is definitely <laughs> on your, and especially because it's your own grill. It's your own knives. It's your own setup. It it, it causes you to remember a little bit better because you're in your own surroundings. Like taking your, your driving test in your own car. Correct. Exactly. It's a good it's a good analogy. So. Um, so I definitely encourage anybody to learn, but the books are great. The videos are great. Plenty of TV shows are great. You just have to figure out what to, on the TV shows, figure out to swap out kosher or not kosher. There always right. seems to be cheese on top of everything somehow. <laughs> but, um, we have some great parva cheeses, I guess, out right. there. Daia, it's a new brand. Yeah, why don't you come up? Why don't you come and talk yeah, to us? They make, uh, in our dairy aisle, we sell them. They started with, like, sliced cheeses. Um, it's all made from soy. It's like a cheese substitute. We actually make it in the... Takeout counter, we have uh, meat lasagna, and we put a little bit of this shredded uh, so-called mozz- fake mozzarella on top of it. Is it good? 
it tastes just as good as. Uh, really? Okay, Jay. Jay, we need to try that because we do a lot of cheese I'm shows ready. together. I'm yeah. It's a very and it's good, good for also the people. So many people are lactose yeah. la- lactose intolerant. So I'm so just I generally guess. intolerant. <laughs> that wasn't Wait, a punchline. That was just <laughs> <laughs> so that was. Uh, a little piece of meat that Mark had taken that we had cooked earlier on in the show. Yum. Okay. So can we talk a little bit now about, well, that's going about our vegetables Vegetables. that we've got going. I love to put veggies on the BBQ, on the Barbie. I don't want to hear any jokes about put a shrimp on the Barbie. If I got a dollar for every time. You'd have a few dollars. I would have, yeah. I could pay some tuition. Okay. So I've got large portobello mushroom caps from Cedar Market. And what I did was... I scraped out the gills. I just used the back of a spoon. I scraped it out. I did not wash it underwater. I took a paper towel. I kind of washed the top, uh, washed the dirt off. You don't. Mushrooms are really porous and spongy, and if you wash them underwater, they're going to get soggy and watery and yucky, and they don't won't get the flavours that we want. So just wipe it down, scrape out the gills, and we poured some Italian dressing on it. Um, and I got some asparagus. I snapped the bottoms off. Um, and I have scrub a beautiful, the tops. Scrub the tops, making sure it is clear of any bugs. And we have a beautiful piece of asparagus. Can I mention the greatest, one of the best barbecues I, foods I ever had was, we were in the Hamptons last year, and Friday night they served a hamburger in a portobello mushroom that was cooked together. Oh, very nice. It was amazing. That's a really? nice. Yes. That's actually a nice. Especially on Friday night, it's a little bit more do. formal. Like, like, but little button caps. Yes. You can do with also as appetizer. Yeah. That's very nice. You put a little uh, piece of piece of meat in there, or uh, it was great. It was it was really and it was cooked slider. together. It was all. Yeah. yeah. No, this was a full and it was it was Friday night, so you wouldn't serve a hamburger with a bun on Friday night. It was the it was the hamburger meat, you know. It's a and good Pesach burger. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Cook. Where I was, they had kosher Pesach hamburger buns. Non-gabras, made of potato starch with Abel's and Hyman hot dogs. Lots of Abel's and Hyman hot dogs. I was so proud. Yeah, they were heavy. But, you know, we had them because we could. (laughs) We had a hot dog and a bun on Pesach. It was magnificent at the uh, Doral at VIP Ram Pesach. Uh, Lots of Abel's and Hyman products and fabulous food by Ari White, the king of uh, smoking. Adam, can you give me a match? Hi, Kaddish Barbecue. Now the Wandering Kill. The Wandering Kill. Okay. Um, We're just putting these on, and I'm going to light up the side, hopefully. And, get and while a bit Mark of is doing that, I just want to give a shout out. I'm going to be doing on April 28th Culinary for a Cause uh, out in Brooklyn and Avenue K. You can log on to uh, Culinary for a Cause. Uh, me and five other chefs are going to be doing some cooking demonstrations. There's going to be a Chinese auction. Um, it's going to be a fabulous, fabulous evening of cooking demos, food, wine, uh, and some great prizes. It goes to a great cause. Uh, for children with special needs out there in Brooklyn. So I hope to see everyone there, all our fans of Table for Two, and there is a small cover charge to come in. Uh, I'd love to see everybody there. And you'll have Miriam Pascal's going to be there, Honey Applebaum, all your favorite cooks and chefs, uh, Dini Klein from uh, Dini Delivers, um, and I'm sure I'm leaving someone off, Naomi Nachman, the Aussie Gourmet, host of Table for Two. So it's going to be a a lot, a lot of fun. Victoria Dweck, that's who. She'll be their cookbook author. Um, from the great, uh, from the uh, cookbook, Secrets of Restaurant Cooking. We'll be there as well doing a demo. So we hope to see everyone there April 28th. Uh, you can follow me on Facebook, Naomi Nachman or the Aussie Gourmet, and you can see all the details there. 
Okay, that's getting nice and hot. Okay, we're getting our side grill. A lot of people have barbecues um, with side burners. Um, sometimes they have pots, um, like, a, like a burner for boiling. You can boil corn out there. Um, you can get a pan going um, on the side on your side burner. Put a pan on like uh, we're doing our, our uh, fruit. And you can poach an egg or cook an egg. There is deep fry some french fries right at your barbecue. You don't get your kitchen hot. You don't have to run up and down the stairs. This turns into a whole kitchen. Barbecues can cost up to $15,000. I got mine for about four, five hundred dollars. I have a drawing the blank, a Weber grill. I got it at AHC Appliances out in Cedarhurst. So find your local uh, appliance store. I'm sure there is one out here in Cedar uh, in Teaneck. What's our Teaneck? Do we have one out in here in Teaneck, Elizabeth? Appliance store. Okay. So we have AHC out in Cedarhurst. They will ship anywhere. You order one. Um, tell Sandy. Um, uh, Sandy from AHG, she's, they've been a sponsor of Table for Two, and they they uh, sell barbecues. Just call them up, ask for Sandy Tao, and she will recommend. She's on Central Avenue, Cedarhurst. she recommend the best barbecue for you to get um, for grilling. Make sure you get it in time for Shavuos because it's such a great time to cook. And with weather like this, I'm so happy. Everyone's whole um, mood changes when the sun is shining, you know. So it's very nice to be here. How's that going there, Mark? Looks good. So let's let me cut into the pargiot, the dark meat chicken cutlet. Okay, let's grab some of these. I'm grabbing them from off, off the grill. Mark's going to put some on my plate. I'm going to slice those up. Okay, and I just want to show you um, how juicy these can be. This was our cutting board that we only have used for cooked meats. Okay, I'm just going to slice some up. You cannot, I feel that you cannot mess up the dark meat chicken cutlets. You can just have them on the grill for a very long time. Which I did. Okay. Okay. Just slicing that up. I'm going to pass this around. And you can throw some beer on it too while it's cooking. Where's the marinade that we Which burner is working right? Oh, no. Oh, there it is. Thank goodness. Okay, so Mark, Mark, what are you doing there? Well, the, the chicken is almost cooked, so I'm just taking a little bit of this marinade and I'm putting it on the chicken, the, the chicken tops. What are you doing there, Mark? Sorry? I'm putting a little bit of the marinade on the chicken tops. Oh, so it's... I take them off. Okay, so I've got my... Look how juicy and moist this chicken cutlet is. And it was... We took it off the flame. We had it sitting on that shelf for a bit. Oh, thanks. We're going to dip some in some beer. It's all about beer, I guess, today also. Mm. Big is it a nice kick. Now we're going to some plain. This is delicious. Mm. I'm going to pass some out. That is fantastic. Pass the beer around. It's like a beer dip today. Um, the, the dark meat chicken cards have gone great. We have Yossi up here as well joining us. Yossi, thank you so much for thank you. helping out here. Okay, what are we doing, guys? We're just restarting the grill. We're restarting our grill. It's fine. We're just chicken Sometimes a good knack mm -hmm. on the side there. I think, we had a gas chamber, uh... I think we're good. Okay, are we ready to rock and roll? You are listening to Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. Our show is sponsored by Abels and Hyman. Let's go. We taste better. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
We are having a fantastic day out here. We've had two parts of the, the show. We actually called it Stunt for Two. We had a Thursday afternoon at 1 p.m. We uh, aired our show. Uh, Mark Zomick uh, led us into a barbecue session at his home in Teaneck. And part two is continuing right here, Friday morning, 9 a.m. at um, the Nakam Siegel Network. We are having a great time. It looked so good. talk to me about this. What did you do with this? Let's walk through this whole process of how we got to this plump, moist chicken. It basically sat in water with salt water, uh, salt water with uh, soy sauce for probably three hours before you put it on the grill. That is called a brine. It's called a brine. And um, so you had the pargiot you gave out to everybody we, we else? We passed out the pargiot okay. slash duck beach. So this covered. is really almost plain chicken that was cooked with nothing on it. At the end of it, I put on some of the sauce that you put the pargiot on. If I'm cooking it with separately, I might put a different kind of barbecue sauce on it, oh, either okay. just at the end or just after I take it off. Okay. If you cut into I'm it. dying to try this because I like to see... I liked brine, brine chicken, but I've never actually done it. Obviously, right? So oh, it's perfectly can we, cooked. Can we just, I'm using my hands here. Look at that. Mm -hmm. That is so gorgeous, so moist, so white. That is beautifully, beautifully, beautifully done. Okay. Oh, wow. And it's not shredding. Sometimes when it's right. overcooked, it shreds. Right. And, I, and again, I just pulled it off the grill. I didn't let it sit for too much. Right. I think oh. I let chicken sit a little bit less than I would let meat sit anyway. Right, because it's it's more porous. So right. it cooks much quicker than, than uh, meat does. That so the truth wonderful. is, and, and what I would call everybody who's going to taste this attention to, any flavor can be added on after the fact. What What's happening here is you'll taste, most people when they taste grilled chicken off the chicken, off the grill, it's dry. Right. Because it's been cooked for too long. I'm sorry, my hands are in the way of the picture, mm -hmm. <laughs> Okay, we're going to get a great picture of that. That looks so moist. Yeah, it's like sparkling. Piece. Okay, I'm, I want this piece, this nice center cut. Okay. You want to make sure your cook chicken is cooked Absolutely. to 165 degrees. Yassi, am I right? 165. Yeah. That's the magic salmonella. number because of salmonella. So we were talking about magic numbers before. Rare meat can be 125 up and upwards. But you want to make sure that meat is, and turkey is 165. All poultry, all poultry. But duck can be a little bit less. A little bit less. A, duck will be a little bit less. I've never barbecued duck. They say it's very good. I love I to cook try. duck. My wife doesn't like to cook duck, so maybe it's an opportunity. Oh my God, this is amazing. I know I say everything is amazing. Everybody laughs at me because I think everything is good, but How this is really. Look, okay. I'm just going to shred it apart with my fingers. So. It's, it's unreal. I've never seen such moist chicken. So, Especially on a grill. Especially on a grill. This is... No, just let it sit there. They talk about brining turkey also. I have deep fried a turkey. That is a lot of fun. That's a little scary. That is magnificent. I did a cooking demo at AHC Appliances and we deep fried a turkey. It took... 42 minutes to do a 14-pound bird. It was unreal. I never thought I would eat such a thing, but it was moist and juicy just like this. Okay. Mm. This is really good. Did everybody get some chicken? Did you try the chicken? That was I, I can't get over the, the plumpness of the chicken. Okay. So now we're pulling off our pineapple. I love to serve grilled pineapple with a parva caramel sauce. Um and some peaches with some ice cream even. Everything tastes good with vanilla ice cream. Jacob, I have a question for you, my friend. Are you a chocolate guy or a vanilla guy? Vanilla. vanilla. 
That's a very big question. I don't want to ask people, ketchup or mustard, vanilla or chocolate? Okay, vanilla. Okay, this is beautiful. Look, it looks lovely. See, serving on a white plate makes a big difference. Is that good? We're gonna... Okay, let's try some of that. Let's grab this board. Okay. Mike, have you ever had grilled uh, peaches before? Probably not. Okay, so this is a first. And one for you, one for me. Okay, you want the natural sugars to caramelize? Make it That's a hot out. peach. Mm, yum. It's nice. Mm. There's, it's sweet, heat, charcoal. That's flame. the pineapple is. Magnificent, right? Yeah. Did it tend to grow tender, that little piece mm. of, in the middle of the pork? Yum. No, it's soft. Yeah. It's soft. It's tender. This is dripping down from yeah. my mouth. Good. Um. Mm. That's great. How Let's do we have to taste the vegetables in a second? How many minutes do we have left? I can't see. Three. Three. Okay, Mark. Let's get this going. Four minutes. That's a, a, an extra minute. Is a long time today. Okay. Sure. This is absolutely fabulous show today. We've had a great time. What a, and the recap will take us 10 minutes. We've done so much in today's show. I just want to make sure we thank Cedar Market for coming and spending the morning with us. Um, the Levitt family. Sorry, Flashic Breakfast. Oh, bring it on, bring it on. Thank you very much. The Zomic family, ZK, Miriam Wallach, Jacob Wallach, the entire Levitt family, Abels and Hyman for our continued work together. Okay, we've got some beautiful asparagus. Look how when you cook the asparagus, the colour just comes out. It it's comes bright green. green. It is bright green. We've got our mushrooms. Mushrooms is, um, can I say vegetarian steak there, Miriam? No. No? It's a mushroom. <laughs> it's a mushroom. But the non vit Okay, so uh, was this taken off or not put yes, on at all? Was, oh, yeah, because the grill is not so high. Okay. Can I get a more well done one? Try this one. Try that one. Okay. No. Okay, we're cutting. You want to make sure that the mushroom's soft on the inside? No. Okay, not soft on the inside. That's okay. You're gonna, we're going to cook that up a little bit longer. Yeah, that's good. That's a little bit more well done. Mm, not so much well done. It's good that it's not chicken. Okay. But we can throw that on the grill. You can throw that into the oven. By the way, I roasted, happened to be just on Friday afternoon, two days ago. I took, had some portobello mushrooms. Um, I put it on a cookie sheet lined with parchment paper with fresh garlic, olive oil, and salt. I roasted it at 200, good, and it was delicious. I, I oven roast vegetables a lot. Okay, we're rounding out our show. That's very good, yeah. considering it's not as well done as we would like. My asparagus, I'm going to eat the other side. Mm. I like the bottom. This is delicious. Absolutely delicious. Okay. Softens it up. Mm. Softens it up. Not too mushy. We don't want our vegetables very mushy. We want them a little cooked, a little soft. Okay, Mark has dropped a pineapple. Thank you, everybody, so much for coming and watching and listening. Awesome. Remember? It was definitely a stunt. It was a stunt. But how can they watch our show? Uh, NachumSiegel.com or check the NachumSiegel YouTube channel. Uh, NachumSiegelNet. Um, or on our archives or on our fantastic app but and watching it um, and you know we could try to put the recipes on AchimSiegel.com on your page uh, so there's a link to the recipes oh that's the post, a great so idea take a look later okay thank you everyone uh, and really has to be for those of you listening you really have to tune it in to watch because we had a great time today yes awesome <laughs> okay yeah this is table for two and the stunt show uh, on the Nachum Network stay listening we have music sponsored by our friends at Kedem
all the way up to the benching. Correct. Thank you very much, Kenham. Jay Booksbaum. Jay Booksbaum, thank you, thank you, thank you for coming and bringing all the beers. And Yossi Hollander, Seth Levitt, and the entire Nakam Segal Network crew. That's good. The tap was very good, by the way. Good job,